All right, guys, welcome on back to AnyCast. Today, uh, I am joined by another guest. Um, I am joined by somebody that I get to serve with at Elevation Valentine. If you've been to Elevation Valentine, I'm sure you have seen um, him. He's out there um, a lot of the time, almost every week. Um, out there serving and greeting people but we are welcomed by tad so tad thanks for joining us thanks Peyton. glad to be with you all right so today we're going to be talking about a lot of things revolving around the new year mm -hmm. um as of today i think the new year is like in two weeks um and there's you know at this time of year you kind of start thinking okay cool christmas is coming get to hang out with family and friends open up gifts or whatever you do. But then like on the 26th, you start thinking, okay, what do I want to do with my new year? And everybody sets these huge, huge goals, you know, and most of them, or I, I shouldn't say most of them. Some of them are very unreachable. You can reach them, but nobody really puts forth the time and effort. And so they pile all these goals onto their platter and like, I'm going to do all this stuff and then ultimately some of that happens not a lot of it um but i'm going to ask you uh what do you what do you think about new year's resolutions <laughs> interesting question uh i haven't made a new year's resolution probably in the last 15 years um only because it's exactly what you just said Peyton is that uh you know they're tough to achieve and we set these lofty goals and uh i don't know uh and then you know starting at elevation you know we started coming up with a word for the year and that's kind of been more of my focus of late than uh, a new year's resolution of sort so i kind of focus my life around that uh, and try to use that as kind of a driving principle and trying to see how god's going to use that and grow that in my life yeah yeah, the word of the year is definitely something new to me. Um, yeah. I joined the church last year in like October or no, maybe like August. Yeah, August. And so, I mean, we were watching online, but this has been last year in 2021. That was our first full year. So the word of the year thing was huge to us. And then I wrote down my word of the year. Um, but prior to that, we weren't really big as a family on New Year's resolutions we kind of just rephrased it and said, what are your new year goals that yeah. you're going to try to stick to? And we're going to hold each other accountable. So we use the word of the year, but we also kind of do goals, but we have um, like each other hold, we have everybody in the family hold each other accountable to that. Yeah. And ultimately around six months into the year, like halfway through there, <laughs> you forget about what your goals are but then you know you have your word of the year um yeah. and i don't i usually don't forget that because i make like the phone lock screen or whatever yeah yeah it's um, interesting you say that help and i'll jump in real quick here is that this is not one of your questions but um i have a men's group that meets and this past week after pastor sermon uh, i asked the question what is a dream that god has placed on your heart that you feel like um you know, you just, you, you haven't done anything with it. And so we all went around the circle and uh, told what we felt God was, you know, replaced on our heart. And to your point, 
we're going to hold each other accountable to that to make sure that we're taking steps towards it. Because if you don't, it just becomes this, you know, something like the gym, you know, you go to the gym for the first two weeks of January and then after that, you just get tired of it. Yeah. Yeah. That's the most commonly, um, that's like the most common one is everybody's like, Oh, I'm going to be healthier. So I'm going to either eat. Some people say I'm going to do a health plan and go to the gym. Some people are just like, I'm only going to go to the gym or only do the health plan. And I mean, I, I've seen that last for a long time for some people, but those people usually with other areas of their lives, they're most, they're more so, um, they're focused. Um, and then the other people, it's just like, Oh, I'm just going to throw this out there and tell my friends, I'm going to go to the gym and they get a membership and use it for one month. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I I go to a gym. So I see that influx of people come in in the first part of the year, you know, and it's like, Jim's crazy busy. And then about February, it starts to get back to normal. Yeah. Um, so I was going to ask, um, I guess what, what is your word of the year? Mm-hmm. Uh, so this year I try every year I try to come up with a word that I believe is, uh, I focus on a verb cause I want to do an action word. Um, I don't want it to be just something that just kind of hangs out there. Um, so this word, my word for this year was grow. And I know that's a simple word. Um, but I felt like God was telling me that, um, I don't want to get fixated in old thinking. I don't want to become accustomed to think that I've, because I've achieved a certain level or a certain age that I have a know-it-all attitude or, you yeah. know, not going to look at new things a new way. And, you know, going to elevation, you're always subject to change. So um, you got to learn to act that way or, or accept that. Uh, but I also was focused on this thought of being fruitful and fruit comes from new growth. So that's where the word came from. That's where really what it, God was telling me is I want to grow you um, and I want you to grow. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like usually I would look at the word grow and I'm like, oh, that's such a, it's just like, I don't know, plants grow. Yeah. And then you, if you like read your Bible and you're in church, you know, it's like, no, that's not like the only area of growth. There's other areas of growth. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's, that's a great word of the year. Um, I know last year mine was, well, technically still this year, um, was joyful and Mm -hmm. that was especially hard in a lot of, uh, times throughout the year for me. Um, but overall I didn't, I did a pretty good job. I could have done far better. Um, but now this year I picked like peace and peaceful so just like trying to be at peace and then be more peaceful towards other and yeah yeah yeah, i mean that's also an action word um so (laughs) yeah yeah, i mean it's gonna be it's gonna be a challenge uh maintaining that especially um just on a day-to-day basis and then whenever like random things get sprung up and you have um I guess a lot of stress built up. That's going to be a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, it's like praying for patience. I'm not sure I'm ever going to pray for patience. Yeah. Yeah. I, I try not to pray for patience anymore. Um, so 
yeah because then you just get the opportunity and then i'm over here trying to be patient and it's it, it doesn't work out <laughs> precisely um okay um i guess what are you looking forward to in the new year <laughs> so um 2023 is going to be a pretty big year for me uh, and I don't know if you know, but I'm getting married in uh, the spring of 23. So that's amazing. A, yeah, it's a, a big step for me. Um, and so I've got that coming up and I'm excited about that. Um, a little bit anxious, you know, it's been a little while for me. Um, yeah. And then that brings about changes uh, for both of us. Uh, so I'm excited to see what God wants to do with that. We really feel like he's placed a calling on our life to do something together like that. So. Uh, got that that's exciting um, I have three daughters that are all about the country and uh, so I'd like to get out to see them uh, in 2023 and then I'm in real estate I'm in home building and so as everybody knows with interest rates going up the home building industry is taking a hit right now so it'll be it's gonna be a challenging 2023 I believe uh, from a business standpoint so to your point of trying to be at peace there's gonna be a lot of things that are gonna be trying to chip away at that piece yeah. right yeah um, but that's what i'm looking forward to i'm looking forward to starting a new life together with somebody and uh seeing what god's going to do through that yeah yeah there's there's lots happening in uh 2023 um yeah. yeah i mean for me i'm going to the first leader advance i've ever been to so that's kind of cool um in the first week but uh, just ending school, I know it's kind of, um, it's still like a lot of time left, um, but like all of the school season, that's going to be a lot. Summer is probably also going to be a lot for me because um, I'm going to probably have my family coming back out again. Um, and so, you know, it's just like, okay, there's that. And then you have something like youth X and it's just like, okay, that's, that's way too much. Right. Um, Right. And so all these different things, um, serving at the church, you know, seeing what's going to go on, um, seeing the new year with the youth ministry, like the youth nights and everything is that, um, comes back in January. That's going to be a lot to see. Um, there's a lot of different things that I'm looking forward to, yeah. um, in my personal life. And then just like, Oh, I want to go watch that movie or whatever. Um, so, you know, it's a lot of different things. Um, but, you know, we'll see how it goes. Um, I can definitely say the last, what is it? Yeah, just about last three years now have been definitely um, harder years. Um, presenting lots of challenges. Um, so I'm hoping this year will be easier than the past three um, but we'll never know. <laughs> and even, even, even this podcast that you're doing, right. It takes yeah. some time and effort. So it's, uh, you got a full plate on your, a full plate, I should just say. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of things that I'm doing over here that I'm looking forward to. Um, lots of planning and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, just, just different things, different areas of life and, a lot of unknown things which is fine you know right. that always happens um 
I can put in some cookie orders too if that if you need anything more. To do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. That would that would take more time as well. Those um, are those are awesome. Yeah, yeah. So to um, anybody that's watching this thing, you know that Peyton makes some of the best cookies I've ever had, and uh, they're the bomb. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know. I might actually I might actually ask my parents today. Like, hey. But let's try to start some businesses on a couple of different food products, and uh, I would buy them, brother. Yeah, yeah, I think it would go pretty well, actually. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I mentioned earlier we do serve on connections together. Well, I just said like uh, greeting people, but for those of you who don't know, Elevation has a lot of different teams, and I don't. I wouldn't say any one is the most important team because they all have a role to play, but the one that everybody sees, not even first, but second, and can make the biggest impact, I think, is the connections team. And it's because we like connect with the people. We say hi to you as you walk in. If you're a first time guest, we like, um, we slow down whatever we're doing just to talk with you, have a conversation that's meaningful, uh, get you plugged into the church and everything. But that's how me and Tad met. And I was wondering, um, what, what's your favorite thing about the Connections team? <laughs> well, I think you just hit it, Peyton. I mean, it's meeting the people. It's, uh, you know, had I not been on the team, I wouldn't have met you. Um, had I not met on the team, I wouldn't have met the young woman from brazil that came flew all night long to come to church or the woman that came from japan or the people that you know travel halfway across the country just to come to church at elevation just to see pastor steven or listen to elevation worship um and it's every week <clears throat> i get somebody new that i get to meet and hear their story and if you know if you know me i meet you on the parking lot and it gives me a chance to walk in with you and hear these stories and get to talk with you and i've you know, walked in with people that were on the brink of tears and got to pray with them and um, or heard stories of how someone just lost their husband or whatnot and to try to provide some consolation there. Um, and just to see how God wants to use us um, in those situations, Peyton, is that's what drives me. That I mean, I can, I'll go there and get there at six o'clock in the morning and leave at two o'clock in the afternoon. And it's probably the fastest eight hours of my life because it it goes pretty quick, um, but it's so rewarding because you see, you get to meet so many different people and being at Valentine, being the broadcast location, it is, uh, you know, we draw people from all over. Uh, I've had, I mean, I countless stories. I've met pastors that I've connected with. And then just recently, two weeks ago, uh, that same pastor came back and we got to connect again. It had been two years since I saw him. Um, yeah. We met pastors from um, at Inside Elevation, serving at Inside Elevation. And um, I reached out to him and, and just little stuff. It's just praying with people. It's seeing what God, truly what God can do through you. And, uh, and seeing it put in place each time you just put yourself out there. And then I get to work with a great, great team. I mean, you you know that you got to see us all together for our Christmas party, but we have a special team and a great chemistry and some really great people. So, really, yeah. that's it. It's a long-winded answer to a short question, but that's really what drives me out on the connections team. 
Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of different things that make the Connections team great. And, you know, the the biggest one, I think for me, is like the people that I get to serve with are easy to serve with and they're nice and they actually care about you. And so, you, like, for me, I actually care about them, you know. Um, and so it's like a nice uh, chemistry between us all. And then we're able to help each other out and the new people out. Um, and I mean, I'm usually in the parking lot saying hi to people as they come in. Um, yeah. Or uh, just, I think, two weeks ago now, I was on the Salvations team, which was totally different experience for me. But it was really interesting and nice to see people uh, give their life to Christ. There's a lot of different areas uh, that you can be in the Connections team, whether it's just like, under the tent, giving a shirt out and marking down like, okay, this is what the size is, or um, walking from the person's car to like walking them to the shirt and then getting them into the sanctuary. Yeah. Um, and yeah. And it's funny, you know, you'd, <clears throat> we don't always know or never, we'll never see sometimes the impact you've had on somebody. I mean, some they're visible, right? You get to see them, you get to say prayers with them and, uh, and you and they come back and, and you can see their growth. Others are first time and, and they may never come back to Elevation Valentine again. They that was on their bucket list and they live in New Jersey and they watch online, they may never come back. But you just trust that God is still going to use you and that what you've done is what he wanted you to do. So it's um <clears throat> it's rewarding. It's also kind of you wish you could see these people again. You wish you could, you know, and uh sometimes you think that's what the treasures in heaven are that when you get to heaven you'll see all the people that God, you know, used you for to talk to him. So, yeah, such a great opportunity at Elevation because we see literally thousands of people every weekend. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's pretty crazy. And like some weekends are, it's just like a surprise that you have this many people. Um, yeah. I think it was the week that I was on Salvations. It's like out of nowhere. I mean, yeah. we understood it was December, but it's like, we're not even close to Christmas. It's, couple weeks out and we just get an influx of people um but yeah i mean that's like a really nice part of connections um yeah. the first time i went there um i i can't remember who i talked to but when we, we walked in we saw you guys we said hi um and back then they had the U team so the U team mm -hmm talk to us before he walked into the sanctuary and this was like that's also what connections does you know but they just looked at the youth um to focus that uh area of the ministry but it's just like it's nice to know like when's your first time whether you're coming a very long ways or you've been living in charlotte and you're just like okay i'll go check that place out it's just nice to have like a meaningful conversation with these people and then i ended up serving and uh, ended up serving alongside the people um, that connected with me as a VIP um, and all these other people I've gotten to meet throughout the ministry and it's like you know there's there's a lot on the surface but like under the surface there's a lot more that's being at work um, that people don't understand I mean the call time I don't even know what the actual call time is because I end up getting there not at the right call time but just in time for huddle i think i said is it 6 30 is that uh, call time 
Yeah, actually, I think it's like seven o'clock. But that's okay. Yeah, you know, it, well, it, we have people showing up. You know, uh, like Steve and I will get there at six to set up, and then um, yeah. Brooke shows at six thirty, and our bus comes in around seven. Yeah, I mean, you guys get there at six, and then you got church starting at like nine thirty. Yeah, and it's just there's a lot of work just for the visual display, and then just for everybody to have the resources they need um and i mean we do get a lot of people from all around the world and country um i've met a lot of people recently from like california or florida mm -hmm. um i've met some international people i remember when the church from brazil came that was yeah. that was huge yeah. um there was there's been other people i met a couple from canada um uh, and all these different people and they're always blown away by yeah. like everything. Yeah, I had a, a quick story. Um, we're this back when we used to do Saturday um, afternoon experiences. And I was setting up and this young lady came up and she asked me some questions. And I, she said, I got a couple of questions. And I thought she meant about the church, but she was really just asking about the area. They're getting ready to move into the area. And so I spoke to her about that. And while we were talking, uh, the band was warming up. Mm. And she heard that, and and uh, and she, I could tell she was drawn her attention. We were standing outside the doors there. And I said, "Do you want to go inside and see?" And she said, "Yeah, can I bring my husband?" And uh, I said, "Absolutely." So we went and got her husband who had been sitting in the car. What I didn't tell you is, um, when she came up, I could tell she wasn't from here. And so when her husband came up, that she was from Ecuador and he was from Panama or something like that, one of those Central American countries, and. Um, so we took them in there and walked down the, uh, what do you call it, the aisle into the, into the auditorium. And the, the husband turned to me and he said, so when would we get to see the band? And I said, what do you mean? He says, like, when would I get to see the Elevation Worship Band, like with Chris Brown and John Saul yeah. and all that? I said, well, if you came here, you'd see them every Sunday, unless they were on tour. He goes, no way. I said, well, yeah, yeah, I mean, they're... And, it told me, don't ever take for granted what you have, that we, we get to see those guys every weekend. When people will travel all across the world to come see them, you know, or go yeah. to an Elevation Nights, you know, event to go see them. And we get to see them every night, every weekend. Yeah, that was pretty eye opening for me. Uh, my friend, or I don't talk to him anymore because I moved schools, but uh, I used to have a friend at this school. Um, I was in an online school. I've talked actually to somebody um, from there who works there on the podcast. They do some pretty great stuff around the world. Um, but a lot of them, since it's a Christian school, know about a lot of these mega churches. And yeah. Elevation is one of them. And some people have never heard of Pastor Stephen Message. They only are like, oh yeah, Elevation Worship. They made like gyra and rattle and i'm like cool um well there's one guy he was like a super he, he was super big on um playing his guitar and he loved elevation worship and my mom showed me one day on his birthday last year his parents got him tickets for him and his dad to go to an elevation nights and that was just really eye-opening because it's like you know that's that's like a 30 minute drive from me and it's like every sunday i get to see those guys unless they're on tour and even yeah. then when they're on tour, 
And we have some amazing people that get to come in and yeah. uh, sing. And yeah. I mean, it was mind blowing. Another time was when um, Brooke Ligert would showed up and like that, I think that was more eye opening to me. It's like, I get to go to a church where I've listened to these people's worship songs for years. Yeah. And then you get to see them perform those songs live. Yeah. And you're, I mean, you're not paid to get in, you know, and then you get right. like Pastor Stephen Furtick preaching. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 Lots of. I mean, that's just it. I mean, we, and I don't ever want to take that for granted that, you know, and that because it's such a blessing that we have, you know, to live in Charlotte and come here and, and have that. And that people will travel, like I said, all over the world just to come there. Yeah. I mean, even in the first year that I was here, last year um i'm wearing the shirt actually you got you can't see it but it's on like the arm um it says right here on the sleeves elevation elevation rhythm had a live recording december 1st 2021 and that was pretty big for me just being yeah. there i'm like a church does a live recording like with these students as well and that was huge yeah um we're recording a couple songs in January, just delaying the praise party. And I mean, that's huge in and of itself. Um, so, I mean, we, we get to be a part of a really cool ministry that not only, not only do we have like a lot of giving and there's like a lot of intentional connections um, with people that serve there and people on staff um, with the visitors, but we also get to be a part of like this global ministry where other churches and worship artists recognize us yeah they'll play you know at our yeah. church yeah. yeah i was uh we were we had a packing event last night for a little a ministry we do uptown to, and a couple of the folks that came along aren't from don't attend elevation regularly well last night they were warming up for the christmas or practicing rehearsing for the christmas um, experiences I said, do you want to come in and see it? You know, and he says, yeah. And so he and his daughter and, and a friend came in. And so they got to see the auditorium, you know, for the first time and, and kind of see the light show that was being put up together, you know. Yeah. And it's just, you know, for them, it was kind of that's a new revelation or a, a new um, way of looking at church, you know, because to them, church is more the traditional, you know, experience that they've had. And so it's, it's fun. It's, it's, you know, one of those things to be able to bring somebody in and show them and be proud of what you got is a neat thing. Yeah. That's another thing. Just like when I was uh, much younger, I went to like some chapel in California that had like maybe a hundred to two. Yeah. Oh. oh yeah. It's getting dark out here. Yeah. Um, I went to this chapel. It was like a hundred to 200 people in the entire congregation. So of course you're going to know the pastor. And then we ended up moving from that church for a variety of things uh, to what used to be the non-denominational mega church. Now my grandma and grandpa go to the biggest church in California, in the area that we lived in. And that was a Baptist church. And that wasn't exactly what our family liked because we just didn't like the style of preaching i guess you know and other things so we went to this other one that's i guess you could say more modern day church and okay we're there and i thought that was like a huge mega church and they had 
I'm trying to think how many people. Maybe I could see it being like 500, maybe 700 people in the congregation. I mean, that was huge. You know, being a part of that youth ministry and doing all that type of stuff. But then once we left that church and started watching Elevation, we're like, oh, it looks kind of big on the YouTube. And then you come over here and it's like, yeah, this is massive. And, you know, it's just like a, it's not 700 people, you know, it's um way bigger than that. And I mean, I was plugged into my old church's youth ministry, which had on a normal Sunday, probably a hundred, maybe if it was like a special day, we usually got to 250 kids. If you go to like a Bowie night, you get, I think it's 150 to 300. I can't remember somewhere in there. And that's just Bowie night. And then you have rhythm night, which used to be bigger than what it is now, but it's still pretty big right now. And I mean, they're streaming this online to the entire world and you get thousands of people watching live. Yeah. Yeah. That's the piece that we don't see is that, you know, the global ministry that's become, you know, I know they keep numbers on that, but you and I don't see that physically. You know, we just see what comes through Valentine and that's a lot, but to see the growth that has happened, uh, across the world is is that's mind-boggling sometimes yeah i'm in the elevation um youth discord and you know that's global and so we have people from mostly some people locally south carolina north carolina but then you have people from like the philippines and it's eye-opening because then you see what their world is like and some of these kids even if they're just in like South Carolina, they're like, oh, I want to go to Youth X. And it's like, well, I can't. Or I want to go to Elevation. And it's like, well, I can't because that's like a four hour drive, you know? Yeah. So it yeah. is pretty crazy. Yeah. That's neat. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of lots of different things at our church that are nice to see. Um, and lots of different serving opportunities that once you see them all together, it's like, yeah, everything actually does matter. Like mm-hmm. e-kids, you have to have somebody babysitting the kids. Yeah. Um, even the cafeteria, or I guess you don't call it cafeteria, but the people who serve us the food. Yeah. yeah. That is a very, very important role, I think, because that's what supplies the staff and um, serving people. You know? Absolutely. What a, what a draw. I mean, I've, you've served at other churches, you know, they may have given you a cup of coffee or a cup of hot chocolate. And, and if you're lucky, you got a, you know, snicker bar or something like that. Not to bash other, but it wasn't a whole lot, right? Yeah. And here you get, you know, to, when you volunteer, you're fed well, you know, both breakfast and lunch. And yep. uh, they take care of us very well. So. Yeah. And they're never charging you for the food. Like no. that was... That was pretty big the first time I went to a rhythm night. I'm like, wait, they don't charge you the food. And then just like going to the first e-group that I went to, I'm like, my group leaders don't charge us food, you know? And it's like, it, it, this is a lot, uh, it's a big change for me, but. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. they're a very generous um, ministry. Shout out to EHQ, right? Yeah, EHQ. Yeah. EHQ. Uh, definitely helps throughout the entire year um you know um that's always nice value rallies are nice um in the mornings you know 
basically a little devotional with our entire congregation of um, servers, so volunteers. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, is there anything else you would like to add? Like to add? Yeah. Well, I add a bunch if you want me to. <laughs> but, um, no, I mean, I just appreciate the opportunity to talk with you about this. I mean, I'm so glad you're on the team and, uh, and uh, you're such a inspiration for the youths coming up and, and to our whole team. And so thank you for this opportunity. Thank you for what you're doing with this podcast. This is a great little tool and uh, I'm sure it's going to grow and God's going to use it in a special way. I'm sure he already has, but yeah, it's just another Avenue. Just like we just talked about with online ministry. This is another way you can get your word out and open up discussion and uh, opportunities to share what you've heard and what God's doing through you. So thank you again for doing this. Yeah, no problem. Thank you for um, coming on. You're the first guest, I think, in, I'm pretty sure, like a month. Because it's going to come out, this going to come out next Wednesday. So I'm pretty sure that's like a little over a month. So all right, it's, it is harder for me to get the guests on. But yeah. Well, I appreciate it. Enjoy it. Yeah. Well. Um, I'm going to end it because I don't have Zoom Pro and it has like this 10 minute timer and I'm just watching it tick down. Um, but thank you for coming on and sharing everything you had to share, um, the insight about um, New Year's resolutions, New Year's word, uh, and just connections in general and what our job is. Um, so thank you. All right, babe. Thank you. All right. Well, I'll talk to you later. All right, bro. Be good.